This is Sunday Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Husker Rewind here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I'm Mike Belby. That is Tom Stevens. Hello. And on the Allo VIP line, we have the one, the only, the legendary Stephen M. Sipple. Sip, how are you? I'm doing fine. Can you hear me all right? Yeah. Here yeah. you good. How's the background noise? I'm in a, I'm at Buffalo Wings and Rings. So Ooh. if there's background noise, that's what we're dealing with. Heck yeah. Nice. Are you bringing dinner over after or what's, what's going on? <laughs> no, I just, in fact, I just signed a check. So you're Dang a little it. too late. Uh, Dang it. Um, Sip, I want to ask you, I, trying to get like your quick overall thoughts on the season. I don't want to go there first. I want to go to um, what you took out of just the way the game transpired, how it ended for Nebraska. Um, frustrating. It almost seemed fitting a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Uh, but but what, what were your thoughts on just the way everything played out on Friday? Yeah, it was a little too predictable, right? That's really um, – I mean, that doesn't mean it's not disappointing. And, it, and I'm not – I don't want to – I don't mean to diminish it for anybody, the feeling that they feel. I'm not doing that. Um, I'm just saying it was pretty predictable. Um. You know, I mean, late interception, um, little, I don't know. It's, it's not, not necessarily predictable that the defense gave up that, what was it, 22 yard run late? Yeah, because um, if they don't give up that 22 yard run, I can guarantee you that field goal attempt would have been about 20 yards short. Right. So, they, yeah, they had, they were having trouble with their kickers or their kicker, Drew Stevens. Um, so they put Meter in. And yeah, he just, yeah, that didn't look that didn't look great. So yeah, no, I'd say immense disappointment. I would say that. I mean, I'd say immense disappointment. Most people I've talked to, that's the sentiment I get, and I'm not. You know, I'm not a because by trade, because of my trade, I'm not as emotionally invested as other people. But even you know, as a lifelong Nebraskan. And uh, someone who's been around the program covered it uh, intently for you know 25 years. It's I understand the disappointment. Not going to a bowl is not a small thing. That's not. I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna underplay that part. Ah, it's not a big deal. Sip. You know, it's the bowl's a bowl. Ah, no, it's big. The streak is ridiculous at this point. Um, so yeah, just I'd say it's very disappointing. This is a team that went undefeated in October. They were five and three. It looked like they were going to go to a bowl yeah. game, and then they lose every game in November. If you were to point to one thing that went wrong for Matt Rule this year, what would it be? Oh, one hundred percent. It's the quarterback situation and turnovers. I mean, it dra- it dragged back the program. I mean, the the turnover issue as a whole, um, and specifically the turnovers by quarterbacks. You know, by three different quarterbacks. Is the is number one by far in my opinion. I mean, it's it's really unfortunate because I've said it. I've said it a few times now that what you want, you know, what good programs have is a quarterback that's the impetus to progress. It's the impetus to that position is the impetus to success to leading to leading the program, not dragging it back. Um, 
and that's what happened with the position this year. So there's a lot of hard questions that have to be asked there. They, it's not, listen, it's not all on their shoulders, the turnovers. It's, I don't want, I don't want to say that, but most of the turnovers came by far easily. The most turnovers came from that position, but it's a team game. And they were missing a lot of, in the, you know, you have to acknowledge the injuries they suffered going back to September and August. But, you know, that's, I just think, I think priority number one is, is figuring out the quarterback situation, which is a lot easier said than done. Steve Sipple of Husker Online, our guest, and of course, of course, one of the breaks, uh, early break is one of the hosts of early break in the morning, uh, Sip of Jake, and of course, uh, Bill Bush. If, if you were to point to, I mean, because they went all in, you, you mentioned the quarterbacks, that's what really hurt Nebraska this year. They went all in on Jeff Sims, that did not work out. Heinrich Harburg looked to be the guy at one time. That didn't necessarily work out with the injury. Uh, they go to Chubba Purdy, and he, he worked out kind of. Uh, is there a quarterback that you see on this roster that could be the quarterback next year? Because I think we've asked you that before, and we thought maybe Harburg at one time. Right. I, I would not give up on the idea. I wouldn't give up on the idea of either Harburg or Purdy being that guy. Now, I guarantee you there's people listening to your show that just cringe. But I just oh, Heinrich is still young at the position, and he was just, he was a starter for the first time. Um, and then he got banged up, and he was playing through injury. Uh, I still, I just don't. I, as I said, I think I said, well, I don't know if I said it on your show, but we um, we ask for development. Fans do this, media does this. We say we gotta get we gotta get coaches in here that can develop players. Well. Didn't, didn't you just kind of give up on a, a sophomore after six games or whatever he played? That you just don't get you don't even give him time to develop. So no, I wouldn't give up on Heinrich, and I wouldn't give up on Purdy. Purdy did show. I mean, he completed a lot of uh, good passes in the second half. You know, tough third down. He made a few tough third down throws. Um, you know, he 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 showed signs of progress. I thought both against Wisconsin. And and Iowa, but you know the turnovers are, are debilitating, and that's I don't know. I mean, he's in, he's in kind of a tough spot. But, I, but that's my answer. I I think I think ideally, Nebraska brings back both Purdy and Harburg and goes and gets a guy or two out of the portal. I kind of agree with you, Sip. Stephen Simple joining us on the Aloe VIP line. VIP line brought to you by Aloe Fiber, where they understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. One of the guys that's in the portal, uh, Nebraska may have had a shot at him a couple of years ago. Casey Thompson was in the portal as well. Nebraska gets Thompson, but Max Johnson uh, from A&M back in the portal uh, for the second time. He'll be a grad transfer. I believe he has two years of eligibility left. Over his course of uh, four years at LSU and A&M, 60.5% completion percentage, 5,800 yards, 47 TDs, 12 interceptions. Is that a guy that may fit the mold that, Marcus Satterfield and Matt Rule are looking for, or is he a guy that just doesn't fit what they want to do? I haven't seen enough of him. Um, I've, I've talked to one guy about him and, um, and was told by, by someone at A&M that that's probably not someone you'd want. <laughs> I mean, Fair enough. The, the number, yeah, the numbers are the numbers. Um, those are good. Those are decent numbers. But, you know, he was, they, had a, they had a disappointing season. And, you know, you, you know, the thing you always hear from coaches, 
I guess what I'd say is it's always interesting, these conversations, because it's always a matter of perspective, who you're talking to with fans. I guess there's a hopefulness about the portal with coaches. There's a more pragmatic sort of bottom line cynicism. Like, well, that guy, there's some reason he's in the portal. <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's not because it's working out really well at A&M, you know, there's a reason, there's a reason he's leaving a lot of the time. That's the case. So I, what I, what I, what I do right away is like, I, I want to know why he's leaving. Why is he even in the portal? You know, but anyway, it's it's a, come on. That's like it's gonna be a difficult conversation because we don't know who's gonna be a we don't know who's gonna be available. Available meaning, yeah, there'll be some names that pop in the portal, but a lot of times those guys already know where they're going. First of yep. all, and and uh, secondly, they have to be interested in you. It's not just it's not just Nebraska is gonna go pick a guy in the portal and, and that's it. There has it's got to be a two way relationship, and that that can get tricky. I've I've learned that already. So I want to jump in the money, quick. then the money, then then, the, then you got to start talking about money. Yeah. Exactly. So to your point, you just made. Does Nebraska have a guy that already knows he's coming here? Do you think? Hmm. I don't. That's a good question, and I don't know that. I don't. I I don't think so. But you know that, that's a fa- it's a fascinating conversation because because what if there's a quarterback coach out there, a quarterbacks coach that can say, "Hey Matt Rule, I can come to Nebraska and bring I can bring myself and my coaching acumen." But by the way, I also have a quarterback that 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 will come with me. Yeah, see that's happening out there. It is, and um, it can. Yeah, that's, I wonder about that. Yeah, I think I keep an open mind on all that sort of thing. Will Howard may be available at Kansas State. We'll we'll, we'll uh, keep an eye on that as well. Uh, I, yeah. I saw this ESPN defensive metric. There are like seven teams in the country. Nebraska's ranked I like eighth. Ohio State's first in this defensive metric. Michigan second. Iowa third. Penn State, Georgia, Alabama, all there. Nebraska's the only one that has uh, has more than two losses on this list. It's incredible. Yeah. See, yeah, exactly. Incredible turnaround on defense. Really pathetic on offense. I mean, is that the way to describe the uh, – I mean, how would you just in one sentence describe the season? In one sentence. Maybe that's unfair. It was a season, no, it's, no, it's fair. It was a season that once seemed so full of promise that ended up looking like something we've seen too many times before. Yeah. There's my sense. There's my sense. So with that, how do you grade the first year of Matt Rule? Because at, at one time it looked like uh, maybe at least a B or a B plus, but they don't make a bowl game. So what kind of grade do you give him now? Well, you got to keep in mind the injuries again. And what Matt said after the game was really interesting. I'll, I'll grade it in a second. Matt Rule, after the game, said that he feels like they, the coaches, did an unbelievable job of just getting them to the cusp of making a bowl. So that's how he, that's how I, he apparently feels about it, at least publicly. This, that's what he said. I, I was really struck by that, and I, and I don't think he's wrong. And I think they, they made a lot of progress internally. I think there is really good feeling in the program. I, I you know, I talked to guys that are, you would say are insiders, and I, I just don't think there's any question that they've cultivated a strong culture. So you get, you get a, 
you get high marks for that. And it was a pretty young team. I mean, it was, a, it, was a, it was, it was, it ended up being a young offense. And, and then you look on defense and look at all the guys coming back on defense. Um, but as far as a grade goes, I, I mean, I don't know this, how you feel about it, whether this is fair or not. I always look to see if a coach maximizes, if a coaching staff maximizes the talent on hand, the team, the schedule. You know, they had a, they had very, I mean, it was a very light schedule. Let's, let's face it. I mean, it was. Did they maximize? No. I don't feel they did. I can't give them an A. I, I, because I don't think they, I mean, they, they could have gotten more from this season. Um, they did not maximize. That's I, I they just I'm, I mean I just don't think they did. I could give him a B though, probably a B B minus. You know it was a, probably an A minus at the end of October, and I would go B minus now. Sip Tony White, uh, his his name's already out there uh, being thrown around, possibility of of being interviewed, whatever, for a couple of head coaching jobs at San Diego uh-huh. State and at Syracuse. Um, do you gut feeling think Tony White is going to get a pretty decent pay raise at Nebraska and be a DC here next year, or do you think he's going to be a head coach somewhere? Oh, if I had to guess, I'd say good pay raise, and he'll be here next year. Um, that's my guess. Good pay raise. It'll they'll have to be a good pay raise. Any other pay raise? Yeah. Um, and I, I think that. Those jobs will be tough. I, and I don't have a great sense for San Diego State, but Syracuse, you wonder if they would hire somebody that was, you know, is on Dino Baber's staff. You know, I don't know if they'd go back to that. And and let's face it, that's a power five job. He's never been a head coach. They might be looking for somebody with a little more experience or a lot more, or, or let's say a lot more experience. Um, and San Diego State has gone defense twice in a row, and they might be looking to go offense now. So I'm not too worried. I'm not too worried about it. I, I think that he's going to get a good raise, and I hope he's here. I think it's. I think it's. I actually think it's important that he's here next year. Yeah. Um. I think it's. I think it's important that the staff, that the defense and the offense structure and language remains the same. Assuming he is back, he's also going to get Ty Robinson, who's announced he's coming back. Nash Hutmacher, or Maker, uh, probably coming back. Would you be confident in saying this is a top fifteen defense if if all that happens? Uh, top twenty five, I'd say. I mean, they're not gonna, you know, they didn't play many good offenses. That they they benefited from that. Let's be real about that. But um, yeah, I'd say top twenty five for sure, for sure. That, because of what they have up front, mainly. I mean, they get. Listen, you look at the three deep. It's amazing. Just you can look at it right now. Go online. Three deep. They got everybody back up front. All three positions in that three-three-five, they they lose nobody. Three deep. I mean, that's they could be. I mean, that defensive line could be one of the nation's best next year. It, they have that kind of. They have those kind of guys. Nice. Hey, Sip. Before we let you go, uh, I want to jump over to basketball. First seven and zero start since ninety two ninety three. Um, their next four games, I, I heard Sam McEwen make the comment a little bit earlier here on the, the Husker Extra Hour uh, before our show that the first seven were NIT resume builders. The next four are NCAA tournament resume builders. December 3rd, 6th, 10th, and 17th, you have Creighton at home at, many, at Minnesota, 
Michigan State at home and at K-State. What is the Nebraska basketball record over those four games? Okay. Um, two, two, I take two and two. Okay. I, think they can, I, I think they can get to two and two. It, I think the Creighton game is going to be really close. Um, they'll have to, you know, whoever makes plays down the stretch is my, is my guess on that. I haven't – I did watch Nebraska live today. They're an interesting team to me because they're so old. I mean, it's, they have men. It's a, it's, a, it's a team of grown men. Yeah, there's gray hair on um, that roster. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting to watch it because they're they're savvy guys. They're smart. They're they don't get flustered. You you can tell they there's a, like when you talk about Bryce Williams and Rink Mast. Um, uh, oh, you know New, Alec Josiah Alec, uh, Casey. Uh, well, Boogie Coleman too. Boogie had a not a great day Boogie today, Coleman, but he's a guy too. He that, kinda, he, he is he's, he's old. old. Yeah, he got an old man's <laughs> body. And he, um, yeah, he, he does. Yeah. He got an old man's body, but he, but he's kind of smooth and he makes good decisions. He didn't have a great game today, by the way. Wilcher's like that too. Um, Wilcher's an older guy, he, up and down the line. They, but they're smart guys. And I know Fred wanted to play better defense today, and he was right. They, they, if they play the kind of defense they played in the second half, they won't be great. Um, but they, I think they're generally, they've been generally a good defensive team for mo- much of the season, and they have. They're, they're, I, what I really like. And I figured it would be the case when I saw them live. They have a lot of offensive options. Yeah. I like, I like basketball teams. This sounds weird, but I like basketball teams that can shoot. You know, I've yeah. seen teams, I've seen teams in other leagues. I've seen Nebraska teams that they have fabulous athleticism, and then you look at their lineup, you're like, yeah, that guy can't really shoot it very well. That guy can't shoot it very well. That that, that guy can't really shoot it very well. You dunk it. I mean, they're, they're high flyers. <laughs> they're, they're tough. They, they look like Adonis, but they can't shoot a lick. This, team, this team has a bunch of guys um, a bunch of guys that can shoot it. No. So they're dangerous. I think they'll be dangerous. Well, they can make free throws as well. I think they've hit 40, yeah. 47 of their last 51 free throws. A lot of Nebraska teams, even when they were pretty talented, you were wondering if they could close out games because they couldn't shoot. They couldn't make free oh, throws. Yeah. Uh, this feels like one of those teams they can make threes, but they can also make free throws at the end of games. So uh, absolutely, I mean, we, how many times did we see it in the past few years where they wouldn't blow games late? I mean, it, we're at the line. Yeah. No, this team I don't think will do that. Fred's got something here. I think. I mean, it's not. There's still some concerns that they're not like think about what they have at the rim. They're not real powerful finishers at the rim. Um, they don't have that. They don't really have that. Um, that guy's probably on the bench, Kata. Um, but they're again. What I like. What I like. Mo- what I like most is they've taken a lot of pressure off Casey by putting shooters all around him. Yep. Um, Steve, we love your show. We say it every week, but early break is a great show. It gets better. It seems like all the time with uh, you, Jake, and Bill Bush. Uh, thanks well, for being on the show. Yeah, you, you don't sell yourself short. I, yeah. I love your show, so. Keep, keep appreciate it. We work. appreciate it. Oh, by the way, uh, Nebraska volleyball, number one overall seed for the NCAA tournament. How about that? How, how about that? You know, they, did, they earned it. Let's face it. Well, they and, earned that seed. And how about, how about the, the way the bracket lines up? It, it, they'll get by Long Island. Then they more than likely play Missouri in the second round and then possibly Florida, Barrett Beeson's old team, in the Sweet 16. Wow. That's great. That's a great lineup. Oh, I love it. Starting four freshmen, which is crazy. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. uh, we'll talk to you soon, Steve. Thanks for the time. All right, guys. Thank, Thanks, you. Thank, you, for uh, Thank you for having me. Stephen M. Sipple of Husker Online and of Early Break with uh, Sip and Jake and, of course, Bill Bush. You know, the thing is, I, I, I one of these days we need to do this, do an off-air. Like, I, you and me and Sip just go talk sports somewhere, but we need to budget like five hours. Oh, and yeah. just pick his brain, and he can pick our brain because we're old as he is, and we all have stories. And well, you said he was at Wings and Rings. <laughs> yeah, or, uh, we should have gone there today. I, exactly. We should have joined him there and done the uh, show. Just live. done the show live. I'm just hungry thinking about. I was going to say I am too now. Uh, let's get a break Sam. and come back with more after this.